0: From the Calm Majors. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. <laughs> I'm Katie. And today we are talking about Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand and Joel Cohen's The Tragedy of Macbeth. But first, as always, we ask the most pressing question of every episode. What is everybody drinking this episode? I'm,
1: I'm having a variation on an old fashioned that is called a King Kong.
0: Ooh. What's the difference King
1: Kong ain't got shit on me uh,
2: it's Denzel. a Denzel Love it. illusion Love
1: it. Um, it, the difference is that instead of using sugar, which I still used a little bit because i didn't I wasn't able to find the correct banana liqueur you you, you use uh, a banana, little bit okay, of banana yeah. and this Jamaican rum Ooh.
2: I am shocked that you saw that recipe and thought. This is for me. I never thought you were like a banana flavored guy. I'm not. I know.
1: But I do like this.
2: This is fascinating to me.
0: Where'd you get the, what type of Jamaican flavored rum are you? So you this is Appleton,
1: trip. but okay. you're supposed to use Smith and Cross, which is like, apparently oh, that like very yeah. funky. Like it's, it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's huh. a very intense flavor and it's got like some like funkiness to it. Like.
2: All right. Love it. Love it, Katie. I'm drinking a blood red wine. Ooh.
0: Feels appropriate. Blood red wine does very appropriate.
2: Zinfandel. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I am just drinking a Guinness. A little bit crazy I had to go to Wrong Country, the house. Wrong Country. Yes, Wrong Country, completely agreed. Usually you know I would have gone out and Britain. You could have it. done
2: Britain or Scotland. And I instead know. you did Ireland. No. Well, there's, a, there's Irish Though, army in the beginning. Yeah, no, oh, listen,
0: to be fair, at this time in history, Ireland would have been part of England. All right. I'll accept it. So historically. Okay. Uh, and also, really, um, Commagers Boston had, is being sold. Yes. Yeah. So I have been. You'll see that the
2: sheets I, have been stripped. I'm wondering if maybe uh, the spotlight that we have shined, shown, shown on shown. the Boston studio has led to the land war that has happened.
0: Yeah, lots of I I the keyboard was missing when I came back. Somebody had oh, wow. taken taken the See,
2: they're taking mementos. Somebody, mm-hmm. That's how that's had taken on eBay right now.
0: The weird labyrinth David Bowie action figure. Yeah. Yep. It was, we, probably, knew was, it was though, we knew this was gonna so happen. So in this in this process, so I we had a father of the bride bonks wedding like event occur during the open house where the street filled up with about 37 to 40 cars wow. and the whole street was closed. So I sent Jack and Kieran out to move
2: the cars. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh... I need to know. Did you like <laughs> sit in one of the chairs in your house awkwardly, pre- no, like no, pretending we that you were not we the weren't. owner of the home? No, we were
0: not there. But neighbors were texting us uh, about what was occurring. The The line of cars went out to the major road and was wow. things up. Hot and- ticket. Yes, hot ticket. Uh, and then, Com Majors Boston. Then our poor neighbor had to park in the other neighbor's parking uh, um, driveway because he couldn't get mm-hmm. into his own driveway. You've created so, chaos. So we will see. We'll have hopefully knock on Wood. We will have a new Com Majors studio. I can't wait to see the I, new studio. I,
1: I think it, sh- it shouldn't be a studio. It should be like a chalet. You need oh, a chalet. The upgrade.
0: I think it's not going to be upgraded because the the current space, if you will, is an unheated, unfinished basement. So I'm going to like that yes i was like oh wait, wait. I, wait. I did a lot of, of best work. Been having discussions very with, with i'm like there's lots of space <laughs> here Aileen. i could easily do the show from here and she's like no i think we'll just set you up down in the basement <laughs> yeah i yeah you have right. it's where you've done most of your best yeah, work yeah, i don't think she was basement with that basement um all right it is time for the rundown you want answers no never you might think you label it i can't label them. never
1: take a note i might take a
2: note <laughs> i do i do expect you to you're you are a detail oriented person though you are it's completely forgetting. yeah you're taking walls
0: down you're doing well, all these things that's in these home construction your, projects you're you're a busy a lot man going on over here all right, all right here is, we go. what is the rundown here
2: Macbeth, a military hero and thane gets a crazy idea from a witchy woman But maybe he could rise above his station after the war. His boss wife gives this plan two thumbs up and happily assists. Killing King Duncan does get him the crown, but heavy is the head, you know the saying. Because then he has to kill a whole lot of other people, including women and children. And his boss wife, turns out she has a conscience, though it only comes out when she's fast asleep and ineffectively trying to wash the damn spot from her hands. As all good Shakespearean tragedies end, stabby, 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 stab.
0: Lots of stabbing. Lots of stabbing. Lots of stabbing. All right. As we often and always do now, on a scale of A plus through F, where would you grade the tragedy of Macbeth, Katie?
2: This is an A for me. This, this, yeah, this feels like a solid piece of art uh i do i was thinking like it's not i don't know it's not accessible i think to the the greater population so i feel like it can't be an a plus I feel like mm-hmm. there's got to be a accessibility factor
0: oh that's a good that's a good point yeah all right so it's we delve it's an into a. that I it's think. an a an a all right jim i'm gonna say it's an a minus for me oh
2: that's yeah that feels right oh, wow mm-hmm.
0: okay this is going to be a first, I think. I'm going to have the lowest grade of the three of us. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. I am at a B+. I thought it was very good, but not as good as I thought it was going to be. And I think accessibility to it, as Katie pointed out, is one of those reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, with a caveat here, this is an A24 film, uh, and... I tend to more, I think, about A24 films as the days go by, I tend to like them a little bit more. Um, so, Because I just think the choices they make and stuff that we can talk about. But I, I think it's a solid B+. But definitely bordering on A-, and and I'll say the cinematography is an A+. And I think the back half of the, the second half of the film is an A. Mm-hmm. I thought the first half of the film... Was like a B minus B, and that's what brought it down a little bit. I thought yeah. the, the second half was really good. I thought the first half was rushed.
1: I I wish, yeah, I wish that you know you you're not changing the script, right? Like you're not going to be adding scenes. Um, you're not going to be adding dialogue to a Shakespeare a Shakespearean you know play, but you can add. I think you can add scenes, like unspoken scenes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's appropriate. And I wish he would have, like, focused a little bit on that, like, descent into madness a little bit
2: more. At the beginning. It, yeah. Like, it, the decision to kill. Yeah. That, that
1: specifically, the like, the beginning of this movie, other than the, the scene with the fates, is that who they are? The witches. Mm-hmm. The, fates. the witches. They're not really fates.
2: They're the witches. They're but, the witches. But they they're, are the fates.
1: Not really, though. They're more oracle, right? They're more prophecy.
2: Yeah. Well, I guess it depends on how you interpret what they say. Yeah.
1: Um. But like, I I just felt like that first half hour to an hour or forty five minutes was like it didn't feel like the rest of the movie, and and I don't. I felt like Denzel was not great in that piece for some reason.
2: Yeah, it wasn't hitting you at the at the beginning. He was yeah. just saying the words. It wasn't
1: until like later that I was like, uh, "Now he's like feeling it and saying it."
2: Mm, yeah. That's I interesting. Don't know. Yeah, I was captivated from from the get go. I I loved the visual storytelling mm-hmm. of this movie. I, you know, the choice to shoot in black and white, the use of the minimalistic sets. The play on the light and the dark is just so perfect with this story, you know. Like, there, like, it is, it's there as a theme. So then to be able to amplify it, um, yeah, it's so, it's so cool. I, I loved it. Like, it was, it was all of the best pieces of a stage performance of Shakespeare amplified. Yeah. It, you know, like, it, it I don't know. It, so it like was an intersection well, of those well, it's
0: inter- two worlds. And I think this one's really interesting because the last year or so, I think we have a few comparables of like Broadway or play type things, right? You have, we did Hamilton, which went for just the play version, right? It's the stage yeah. version being filmed. So that's one approach. And then we saw in the Heights, which was, I think doing not a great job of trying to, to make the stage show in the real world and the balance wasn't there. And then we had Tick, Tick, Boom, which I think was a real movie. It was like a a film adaptation, you know, like they made all those choices. This to me feels like a kind of ingenious blend of something being on stage, but also distinctly cinematic, which is really pretty intriguing. I, I can't think of a lot of movies where i felt like i'm seeing a play but they use the camera to get you places that you could never get in a play version unless you have like the best seed ever yeah even then you wouldn't get it
1: it's interesting that you say that because i i agree that it's like he he was clearly like okay so this is a stage show how do we how do we you know represent that but also make this cinema hmm I wonder if you can do that with something that isn't Shakespeare because you're kind of standing on the shoulders of a giant. Right. And like, even if you don't know, if you don't know Macbeth, you know that it's Shakespeare at some point. Right. So I think the viewer gives a lot of leeway to like, allow you to do whatever you want. And yeah, like, if this wasn't telling a story that, like, everyone knows, or at least feels like they should know it, uh-huh. <laughs> then, like, I, I don't know, it, the minimalist stuff is amazing, but, like, could you imagine it on, in anything
0: else? Like, Well, I don't what think an original piece of work you could do it, and that's why I kind of well, like the choice.
2: I haven't seen, um, it made me wonder about the lighthouse. Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? With- oh, well, yes. Because that, is, that, is you know, that that is also a twenty four, and it's also yeah, black and white, it right? It is and very minimal. And, and Mank is, is closer. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, actually, you no know, i
0: I think I would say the lighthouse is probably closer in the minimalist style and the sets and the stuff that I think I would tie that to Katie. Though I would say Mank comes to mind when watching this. If you saw Mank, because. Of, I think the, the way they utilize the camera and obviously the black and white piece, but the, the choices they make in framing mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. One other thing that I think pulls you in right away, like, first of all, from the first frame, this movie visually engrosses you. That's like, I think you're stuff. just absorbed yeah. in, into it in a way that might, I do know if I do want to think if I want to almost rewatch it because I think. That almost you're absorbed by it. But I don't know if I was off or it's so different that maybe it takes you a while because, well, Jim, I felt the same way you did about Denzel at the beginning. And I can't figure out if my mind, if I wasn't connecting with the performance because of the way it was being shown. But to me, he was just so much better in the second half. And I don't know if that's because I had become immersed into yeah, what they were it doing. Was the, or was I'll it tell you what it specifically
1: was for me is the scene where she's convincing him to kill Duncan it just felt like they were just saying lines to each other like they're talking about murdering a friend
2: yeah, yeah the like emotion I, yeah, wasn't,
1: I, I don't know it, it, wasn't it, wasn't there. There, there, it wasn't there wasn't like an, a, a struggle it didn't seem like a struggle to get the words out it just like it was like okay well yes of course I'll go you know, but is that is that thinner. the choice like, of
0: thinking it's definitely a choice end, because those are know, the greatest actors on the end. face of the earth i know <laughs> like, but my question is is that choice that they wanted to make it so obvious the change in them and it's i don't know it
2: flat at the beginning the conversation that jim and i had was you know is this a conversation they've had before and and jim pointed out the way that the story's told it, it is supposed to be that the witches give him the idea mm-hmm. um but I would no, agree no, no, with you, no, no. The, the witches that that... don't
1: give him the idea. The witches say you you will be king. Well, right, but but they don't say you have to kill Duncan to no, get No, what no, you no. Want. You're
2: right. You're right. But the it, it's supposed to be. I think you <laughs> said that the witches get the ball rolling, right? Of like right. this that this hasn't been a consideration before. Yeah, it's, a,
1: it's that like self fulfilling prophecy yes. kind of situation. Yeah, which has been done a, a ton. You know, it's it's
2: yeah I don't know I, I, you know the the resistance to the beginning I, I would be interested to watch it again because I think there is a transition point when you like enter into a Shakespearean story where your brain hasn't like quite caught up yet
1: yeah th- so that, that's interesting because what I expected was like I'm not going to really understand what they're saying I, like I'll have a I'll have a I'll have a, a surface level understanding of what they're saying um not how they're saying it but i'll be able to tell like the 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 emotion will be present and it just i that's what was missing for me in the beginning of this movie that's interesting except holy crap the the when they come upon the witches like we need to talk about that scene right out of the gate because it's
2: it might it might be one of my favorite scenes ever in a movie like I'm still running it through my mind. Well, we talk about like Hannibal Lecter for
1: a performance where you're on screen for very little time getting, I, I could see that woman being nominated for something. Her
2: face, mm-hmm. like just watching what she did with her face, let, let alone all of the other pieces that are happening, the mm-hmm. way that her body moves, the way that they, they portray her in terms of the costuming, the, the aspect of the shot, like, Everything about it is a piece of art, but her freaking face, the way that she acts through her like eyelids Mm -hmm. and lips, like I've never seen, who is this woman? I've never seen anything like this. Where did she come from? She's she's not from a lot of stuff. Yeah, Literally a witchy woman. She's a witchy woman. Amazing. Felt supernatural in all the best ways. Yeah. And
0: I guess my issue with this is, and it's Shakespeare, right? So there is a given. It's almost like a movie. Let's use Titanic, for example. You know what's going to happen at the end, right? Like, you know, so it's Shakespeare. You, you assume like people are going to watch this, know the story and stuff like that. But if this wasn't Macbeth, I think a major, major, major critique of this film would be what got them to the point that they were going to do this because we don't know enough about why you're going to go kill somebody who's your friend when you're just this great war here. I just feel like that when they strip this down and they did strip a lot out of it. Th- that's an issue, the first half, because the second half is so good. Yeah. Dealing like, with am- that decision makes a lot of sense. Good. good. Yeah. Like all the rep, the way yeah, they shoot that is all the of story. that.
2: Like I, I, I hear you in the, the way they act, the lines in terms of the emotion. But that really is all that could change. Right. The story is written in that the witches deliver, you know, you'll be the Thane, Banquo's sons will be kings. So, and then it rolls forward to him having the conversation with Lady Macbeth of like, here's what she said. Well, there's the letter. So,
1: there's a, so like, there's, there's two conversation, not one's not a conversation, but he sends her the letter, Mm -hmm. which she reads aloud. Yes. So, like, there are chances it it just didn't seem like she was convincing him to murder like this it's not it's not that i need them to change anything about what they what was said or what was done but the way those lines were delivered to each other mm. it sounded like they were trying to decide what to get for takeout N- not yeah. whether they should kill someone or not yeah they weren't even like whispering they were like just talking to each other like
2: i don't know i mean is the notion that to be in that in the position that they are that this isn't as preposterous a notion then why would they be would so
1: upset about it later on because, yeah,
2: because he because they only did it completely out of a self Right. Yeah, like, I guess Whereas so. previously they would have been acting. No, no, with four others. And
1: then and we should say like this is sort of nitpicking because it's the only thing I felt.
2: It was your only real bump.
1: No, and, and I had one suggestion. Not even like it's not even a problem. The only other thing I thought was that everything in this movie is so clean and, and cut, and it is very apparent at the end when Frances McDormand's sort of like coming undone, how they make her look. But like you have Denzel and Banquo coming back from war, looking like they just stepped off, like, like out of, out of like the dressing room. Like the yeah. characters were kept clean, and this is clearly a choice because even like I heard that they were talking about like we watched a little bit of the feature on like costuming and stuff, and because it's in black and white, they needed to play with like um, textures, textures and, and, and yeah yeah and um, contrast. Um, but I thought that the characters were just kept so clean. Hmm. Um, And I think it is striking. uh, But I, I wonder how striking it would have been to see like dirty, like medieval warriors. Yes. Instead of in the, in the minimalist clean. Yes.
0: But I, I think that was interesting in the choice. They were even talking about like making this movie, like when they decide we're not going to go to Scotland and we're going to yeah like those interpretations, like you think of like a Mel Gibson's Hamlet, right? Which is, very much in color in the castle with the dirt and the grime and all that type of stuff versus that choice not to focus. I mean, even the landscape of Scotland, right at the crossroads when they show it, that's like not Scotland. That's not what Scotland really looks like. It's like an interpretation of Scotland, which I think is an interesting choice. I, I do wonder, you know, the aspect ratio they picked for this is what they call the academy aspect ratios, like back to the days of Citizen Kane and Gone with the Wind, and you know, all those Casablanca, where how they frame it, it's very narrow frame, and so much of the film is close-ups. Mm. Like, was that a key in that decision? Like, is it too messy? Because I mean, there is when you use that and you go tight on this, I mean, the shots you get of like Denzel are insane. Like, and that's it, 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 what's
2: so interesting to me, The that visual storytelling. You know, in a movie, you often lose a lot when you come into the character's face because you, you lose any of the background, right? But
0: the background has been made almost null and void yeah, in this. It
2: made their faces so... Like, it heightened the importance yeah. of them, you know, that, like, you focused so much... And that's the piece that often you can't. is also lost in a stage production because you can't, well, you you can't get, get, get all, in that right? place, was, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it but, was like the most beautiful meeting of uh, of the two art forms, I think.
0: Yeah. I, I just think it's fascinating to see a Shakespeare movie like this because I don't think, I can't ever think of one that has taken an approach like this. Yeah,
2: and that that is amazing. I mean... When you think about how many times you've seen a Shakespearean story done mm-hmm. in a different way, in a, I'm watching right now Julius Caesar as told by you know actresses pretending to be inmates in a women's correctional facility, like you know, like anything and everything has been done with Shakespeare.
1: Orange is the new Toga,
2: except this. <laughs> oh, that's a good gem. They're like the very good <laughs> Fabulous. Two points for me. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> yeah, it. I I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, I, there there are.
1: It's interesting. We talked about you know, um, in the heights, we uh, we killed him and Corey Hawkins in this. I thought was great.
0: Yeah, yep. fabulous. Which again makes me like I lost even again. That movie went down another peg for me. Um, seeing this performance. Cause I'm like, he's just so good in this. Like, what that was must have been the writing. Or you guys told me they like changed some of that, and I just I thought he was kind of boring. Stuff. But yeah, I thought he was uninteresting. This he's fantastic. Yeah, he's and, really good. So what what do you think draws people to Macbeth? You know, why so many adaptations? Like, what do you think drew Joe Cohen to this? And what was what was the most interesting part of it for you in terms of the choices he made with it?
2: I don't know. I mean, in terms of like, why is Macbeth one of the standouts? It's one of those like overlapping stories where it feels like it's a history, but it's completely fictional, which liberates Shakespeare to just like be creative instead of having to tell, you know, another one of the King Henry's like, here's what actually happened to this guy. Yeah. Um, And so he can have more fun with it. I think that the witches have forever held a fascination for folks, Um, you know, and even just listening through again, like the the number of lines that have come from Macbeth. um, You know, I think it's one of the primary texts that's taught in high school. So I think a lot of folks have a touch point with it. From an earlier, yeah. you know, an earlier point in their life, and that makes it more familiar to them. They're more likely to come back around to it. Um,
1: but I feel like Hamlet's done way more. Well, uh, or Romeo and Juliet. You know, yeah, or yeah. well, I, agree, I agree, Romeo and Juliet yeah.
2: is is it? I don't know if it's more been accessible, done more. Though? Oh, really? Okay. I don't know. We would have to look. Really? To
0: see.
1: I think no. this is more accessible. Do you?
0: I, okay, yeah, so I what
1: mean, do Hamlet
2: what, 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 what is longer. Like Hamlet's twice the size of yeah, Macbeth. Well,
0: it it could be that's I mean, part of it. So I mean, maybe. Macbeth
2: is there's a reason that a lot of folks teach it because yeah, it's, it's like it's pretty slim. It's tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think it's I I think it's accessible. The plot is accessible, right? So like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is not. There is nothing in this plot that's dated. I mean, there are there there. I mean, yeah, the idea of like murdering I mean, people is dated, but. The idea of like well, you
0: don't think it's done anymore for
1: right no 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 right right so like the idea of uh, you know betrayal because of you know um, you know your you, the idea that you, you have greed yeah. yeah yeah self self greed I
2: mean yeah it's another power story which yeah. is never going to go out of style
1: but then also the the like. Crippling regret and the yes. and the you know the Edgar Allan Poe like there's there's Poe in this right yeah the Poe definitely it had to he had to cross his mind that Macbeth is like Telltale Heart ish
2: oh absolutely mm. well and that's you know <laughs> I think one of the reasons that Shakespeare has the lasting power that he he does is he in a stage production you know five hundred years old he does take a deep dive into character study you know where like you really get a sense of like the internal conflict of yeah. you know of these people and they are all kinds of shades of gray you know they are they are not cookie cutter villains and heroes they are dark and twisty souls yeah um well, and lady macbeth for that reason i yeah. think is one of the most well known literary characters you know she is a driving force in the conflict in, in the murder. Um, Do you think she was
0: enough of a driving force in this? Cause that's one of the issues. I thought her performance was great, but I mean, you often think of her as like this villain driving, but it's somewhat It's that first conversation again. That's where they could have hit the. Because you
2: see it in the murder scene. Yes, you see. You see her take over in that scene. Yes,
0: I agree. But I just. But I was trying to remember. Just think if had had my interpretation of it been putting too much on her and not enough on him. I felt like they almost seemed as co-equals here. And I just remember having some Shakespearean courses where at, at times Macbeth was, I thought, Taken off the hook a little bit. Like, no, yeah. she, he he's like a sad sack, right? Like, yeah, he he's just I that, like, I think that that's does not, depend
2: on portrayal. Yeah. Yes,
0: but th- my, that's not my interpretation seat. all here. No. And I just thought that was an interesting choice they I made.
2: Think, I think one of the things that has stood out about this story for people through the years is that they are a partnership, which was a novel concept in storytelling of that time period mm-hmm. that you would have a husband and wife who would talk about you know All their, their deepest darkest things and plot together you know um you know to compare it to julius caesar in julius caesar you have the, you know the 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 power couple of portia and brutus you know and portia literally stabs herself to say like why, you won't why don't you tell me things like i am i'm your person we vowed this and you tell me nothing like you go off and conspire with all these shady figures. And here I am just keeping your bed warm. Um, So Shakespeare plays with this notion of like, what is the relationship of husband and wife? Like who, who are we to be to each other? And just Lady Macbeth, he elevates that story, right? Yeah. Like think
1: about all the, you know, since, I mean, it probably goes back further than this, but in my memory, like thinking back to like the Sopranos and all the shows that have come since then that have a husband, wife, Character dynamic, you would absolutely compare that, sure. Yeah, that like, yeah, that, that like borderlines on like the wife is not supposed to be into the dirty side of the business, totally, but they are 100% a partner I rather would, than like, I is, think, it, like, or, sure or Ozark, like, that. Yep. Ozark, like, Ozark is the modern that
2: architect yeah. type,
0: yeah, or Breaking
1: Bad, oh, yep. Breaking Bad, yeah, yep. definitely.
2: I think you could you could absolutely say they are all they're all Lady Macbeth. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But so I I just thought that was interesting. And I listen, I appreciate it because, you know, it's interesting in the interpretations of it. But I do think that's what I don't want to say was slightly off putting, but just like I was a little bit unbalanced going into it. But it's like once the decision is made and it happens, I feel like the movie takes off to Easily an Oscar worthy oh, yeah. level in terms of what's done from that point forward to like breathtaking. Yeah. See, there's some just like, unbelievable well, I did want to bring up another
1: movie, movie that I thought of that the first Sin City sort of this movie, Hamlet. Uh, Macbeth, Try again. Yeah. Macbeth, okay. Has scenes in it that make me feel like I'm watching a really intense graphic novel.
2: Mm, mm-hmm.
1: Like, it is framed in a way that, you know, mm-hmm. that looks... And basically, every scene was drawn, you know? It was it was drawn, and a lot of the, what we're seeing on camera is graphic, you know, no, is, is computer graphics that were drawn yeah. because of how they can control. And they even drew shadows. They drew... Oh, every sun
0: and yeah. everything just,
2: is it, it's like the the visual like the tableau piece of yeah. like hitting the the it's literally a picture like ev- there were just so many I remember saying this about Little Women yeah um and to contrast it you know in Little Women the play the the use of color in that film is like, well, it's gorgeous. softer, it's softer it's, yeah, in, in a but way. But it's that, different. Yeah. Like that's so. For each
0: sequence. Yes, yeah. The choice of yeah. How they and used then it I could say the same thing about everything.
2: like the hours. The hours has yeah. a similar feel in terms of like creating these like visuals that just sit in your brain, you know, like Julianne Moore on the bed with the water surrounding her. Like there's just these gorgeous pictures. But this felt like I didn't I didn't want to turn away for a second. Yeah. Because Every shot felt like a new painting to study.
1: Yeah. You know? the, the, the first scene with the, with the witches where you have just one reflecting three times in the water is in, absolutely insane. And then the piece where he is on the bed and they're in the rafters and the water is coming out of the floor. I wanted to believe that that was like all practically done water but it's not um but that scene is so freaking cool
2: yeah so many i mean so like the the birds coming up at the end like the birds like flushing out of the ground at the the use of the of the the, i loved the birds
1: i was a little the only one i was a little disappointed in is the the like um you know what's it the has come to to dunce the wood the,
2: oh yeah the camouflage is that the yeah the, so like that yeah. was the prophecy
1: like it was just kind of like like i get what it did it was again minimalist they were in like three by three but it would have been cool to make it somehow look like the actual wood was moving
2: yeah it's funny Ooh. i completely forgot that part of the story me too yeah and so to think like you know i was saying to jim you know the funny thing about shakespeare is that even in his tragedies depending on who directs the production, there's a very different tone. You know, like, the story is what the story is, but you can have much more comedic elements. And so, like, the witches are one of those pieces that can come off very funny in a stage production. Um, And then this notion of, like, the soldiers creeping, you know, literally, like, holding branches over there. (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) they they were supposed to, but that's the thing. Right, so there's, like, these moments that could be really, like... Played up in, in a, a funnier light to lighten. And, and oftentimes, those, the stage pieces do end up just feeling lighter. This, you get the full heavy. Yeah. And so they're like, I think that. Even the silly things the,
1: like the toe the, and the finger, leaves, like the, that didn't
2: feel silly. Yeah, no, no it but I it feel, it feel like it would all. have. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, it's also their ability, you know, when they go to like McDuff's house. kill his wife that was done in a way that I think exceeds anything you could do in a stage production so it's like interesting like the choices that are made here like that is very cinematic and has a lot of effect and feels very film like you know the way it's plotted and stuff like that but then to like do that to be able to do that story and then go back to like you know, they're riding around in clearly a sound stage yeah. on a path that's very minimal. I just thought it was interesting when they made a choice to make it feel mm. cinematic versus well, the pieces where it wasn't.
1: It's interesting, Brian, because I think they did such a good job of walking the line. And it's almost like he decided not to do anything that they couldn't do on a stage. Hmm. But, like, all he did was move the audience. Right. Yes. So, like. You could put fake fog and throw a boy down through fake fog onto a mattress, but we wouldn't be able to see it very well
0: because we'd be sitting right the way right falling through that. You you never could do that,
1: and there was nothing in this that felt like you know, obviously the water and stuff like that. But like, it didn't feel, um, like tricks of of the trade in cinema.
2: It felt like CG never felt. It, it always felt like naturally there. Like yeah, there, were, some of it was there were pieces that, that and was, some of it
0: was
1: painted. You, sets, you didn't like even know what was yes. real and what wasn't real. Right. 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 But none of it felt like it wouldn't have been
0: at yes. home on a stage.
2: Yes. 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 Well,
0: and the other thing is the, like the brilliance of like the blending of using some practicality, some minimalist, and obviously some CGI. You know, it kind of blends into what we're seeing with shows like Mandalorian, Book of Bo- all these shows where they use those blue screens and now they have those like worlds and stuff like that. But it is, it never takes you out of the story. Like we were making fun of Titanic. Like when James Cameron would go to those shots of Titanic and stuff like that, you know, at the time it was probably amazing when we saw it in the theater, but now upon rewatch, it takes you out of the story. Like nothing here takes you out of the story. And in terms of the way he's setting everything, which is fascinating. And it's like the imagery of it, like for one, to me, the witch stuff I thought was fabulous. It's towards the very end when Denzel's sitting on that throne with the crown. I mean, that's like an iconic, you know, his career career reel of all these characters, like that just image of him and how they frame it and how they push into it with the lighting and everything Is he tells an entire story with that one visual? Yeah, and talk about literally just the way he's
2: sitting. Yeah, like just the how he's sitting.
0: Yeah, and I think that goes to Jim's point about like that's not a line of dialogue or anything like that, but you can add a sequence or a way that can tell a story, and you don't even need to know a single word of shakespearean english you could just see that and you can tell what that kind of fall has been or when they show lady Macbeth dead and he's looking down at her yeah and what that like kind of tells about him and what he's going to do from that perspective uh which i thought was really interesting i thought the film was also edited fantastically which is a coen brothers trait like they storyboard everything. It feels like there's nothing wasted no. in terms it's of so how lean. they do anything with that. Oh, so
1: but I did read, so, with Banquo's son. Fleance. Fleance. Yeah. Um, apparently, the, when this was written, the King of England was a supposed, um, like, uh, descendant of Banquo.
2: Oh, okay.
1: So that's why, and, and you know, whatever, what, whatever we know about Shakespeare, your
2: sons will be kings. It, it, yeah, that's so interesting. I talk about this a lot. Of like that, you have to think through. You know that, oftentimes Shakespeare, he he is the oracle. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> he takes the role of the witches because he know he know he's taking the future that perspective. He knows. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of it's. Yeah. It's interesting when you think of him in that way. Um, I I love that they, with all of the the tricks and choices and artistry, to me there was such a choice in this film to let the actors shine. Like I I don't know there was it, they were just breathtaking. Watching them perform was breathtaking.
1: Yeah, all all of the the secondary characters were incredible. Yeah, too. Yeah, we have uh, what's his name, Dudley Dursley. Mm-hmm. Dudley. Yes, yeah, Dudley.
2: we had some Harry Potter. And we had Brendan, Harry Potter,
1: Mad Eye Moody.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. I was I, I was waiting I loved for it.
0: Scabbers to show up. Um, I loved it here's a question I always have with Shakespeare movies. Cause it's interesting. There's like this world of Shakespeare movies, right? Where you have the, you know, the very like tied in adaptations of it, right? Like they'll go to Scott, like let's say Mel Gibson's Hamlet. Then you get, you know, the movies that kind of inspired by it, or they do twists like 10 things I hate about you, or she's all that, you know, those type of ones. Then you have, Movies that are just clear like ripoffs of it, yeah. like what's that balancing act to make it accessible to people? Like what? What do you think the choice is? I mean, it's great to have a movie like this or the another A twenty four film that I saw, which I loved last year, The Green Knight. But The Green Knight is interesting, and in, in, as is this movie, in that both are. I think, true to the writing styles of the time. So the Green Knight's pacing is very slow, you know, where this is a little bit but it doesn't make it necessarily easily accessible to people. So what, like, what, mm-hmm. how you, like, what's the balancing act there? Do you just, we just, if you like Shakespeare, right? I, you watch it or, I, you know, do you try to reach more people? And- no, I, I
1: these I are know. questions. I, I honestly don't think that like real, like directors would ask that question
2: well i don't know if that's true so i think i think a director knows going in they know what story they want to tell in terms of right they're not going to change
1: it though like if he decides i'm going to use the original language of shakespeare
2: yeah
1: he's not going to
2: that's the choice that's always that's always going to be the choice uh, defining, I agree. I yeah. That's the defining. You, you know decision. how they do that.
0: Like
1: you, know, you can't they, not they have done that. So you either you either rewrite the whole thing, right. or you don't
2: touch anything. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you think? Like, if, I mean, if you keep the, the original balancing? text, you're always going to. There's always going to be a piece of it that's going to be inaccessible. Yeah. Right. That. But like, I mean, and but by the way,
0: very inaccessible. Yeah. I mean, this film, uh, unless you really know this work. And I think they deliver the lines brilliantly in all of those things. But
2: I mean, the farther we get away from it, like that's that's just what's going to be true. Right. Like, yeah, that our parents, our grandparents were much more likely to have studied Shakespeare even at a younger age than our children will be. Right. So it's like every generation you take a step away from, you know, being able to access the language. Yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, that's it's a that's a choice that. That Joel Cohen makes to say, like, but it's also not everybody's going to watch this movie and not, you know, they're not all going to get it. Right. And that's that's okay because I think
1: especially in actor circles like Shakespeare is is known and studied and and held in high regard still. And. You know, like doing a Shakespeare. Movie, it's it's like playing a symphony, right? It's like from playing a symphony from the Renaissance or whatever. It's not, it's yes. It's inaccessible to people listening to Taylor Swift to some extent, or there's people that listen to Taylor Swift that love the symphony, but like, you know what I mean? It's too, it's, it's like,
2: yeah. Yeah. So Joel Cohen wasn't concerned with hitting a younger audience, hitting a more general audience. You know, folks come down on Baz Luhrmann for his creation of the Romeo and Juliet of Claire Danes and Leonardo. I loved it because for me, it was like if you put those two people in this movie and you tell it in the way that he tells it, full color, guns, all of the things, drag queens—you have just brought Shakespeare to a whole new generation of kids. Well, right? it's also and so like that's beautiful to me. Yeah.
0: But I also <laughs> this think isn't I... that. Yeah, no, but you know what I do? I do think at least it it knows what it wants to be. Yeah, no, totally. Those films Uh, were right. I was just curious, like how how do we continue to make Shakespeare accessible when we're talking about the things that we're talking about now? The further we move,
1: yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. Right for those kinds of things, you don't make it accessible. What you do is you spark interest and get attract the people that want to learn more. Yeah. Right, like you don't you can never make it accessible keeping it in the original language. But the moment you make it accessible by moving it to something like She's All That or Taming of the Shrew or um 10 Things That'd I Hate, T- Hate About You. Yeah. Those people that like that instead of the original work are not going to seek out the other original works, right? Mm. Whereas someone who watches this Macbeth and says like, "Holy crap, I love the way it looked. I understood I understood the plot. I barely understood the dialogue. I'm going to dive in and figure it the fuck out. Those are the people like that's the that's what Joel Cohen's trying to do. He's not trying to. Like be be accessible to a place where like someone who's not interested in in Shakespeare is going to jump on.
2: Yeah. I mean, there is there's something lasting about it, you know, And, and for me, like one of the joys of you know teaching literature is that there is something about shakespeare that kids still latch on to there is a beauty to the language well it's a There's, code right it's a code it that you can crack yeah um... it's a puzzle and so you know i i love when directors make a choice to keep the language intact tell the story fresh because, you know, to be able to bring this production and show it to, you know, a group of of students, you know, who are are new to Shakespeare and and see this like fresh take on it with the language still being as written. It's amazing. Amazing.
0: What do you think about the before we finish the aging up? Uh,
2: yeah. So cool. I
0: what don't know. Your take uh, <laughs> <on that? laughs>
2: yeah. So, I mean, Macbeth is often played by an older man. Um, but but but, and, but they never they never really talk about his age in the show in the show, and so that's always a directorial decision.
1: But time, like historically, he was pro- like if that person existed, he would be under forty.
2: You would imagine, right? He might if be if in his like, mid twenties if he's in battle.
1: Yes. Fighting so, yeah. Fighting in a way I mean, that yeah.
2: they're saying he's fighting. You would imagine that, he's right? He's in his mid 20s. So, but then it, you do read the character different to think of, you know, would an older man be more desperate if he realizes whatever, like there are no children, sure. right? Like this is it. It's, yeah. him, it's the two of them. Would he be more likely to make the desperate grab? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know either. I just thought that but was, it was an very. No, twist. I agree. So I guess that all started by them knowing that Francis was going to be Lady Macbeth, right? So I I think that the decision came from Joel and Francis deciding they were going to put this on and she was Lady Macbeth. So then, the, you know, obviously, Mac, Macbeth needed to be age-appropriate to her. Hmm.
0: Well, I, th- I thought she was great, again. I mean, coming off of, like, Nomadland, just the... The, her ability to kind oh, of move amazing. her characters. But it is
1: interesting like imagine they did cast someone 10 15 years younger than her. Then the whole dynamic switches, yeah. right? So like then it clearly becomes yeah, that Lady Macbeth is is the puppet master.
2: So it's interesting the um the other well-known version of Macbeth is Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those guys that even even when he was younger, had like yeah, an is, older look to right him, right? Yeah, but I forget who plays Lady Macbeth, but she definitely looks young, right? So she is like in her 30s, maybe uh-huh. early 40s. And I don't know how old Patrick Stewart actually was, but he definitely plays like 40s, 50s. Yeah. Um so yeah, it, it does it shifts it shifts the way you read their characters right. Well,
0: there's no way we've talked about this with Den, Denzel and other times we've talked about his movies. He's Denzel, so you're not going to be he's not a sad sack you're not going to believe anything like that. so that's a no, little interesting the, choice. the portrayal
2: though of um mcduff yeah, right like choosing to have him be young and mm-hmm. his his because in in the play you know his his wife and children are killed Mm -hmm. but you don't see the kids yeah yeah so and they don't they don't really reference like how old they are it's just like his family has been killed Killed. and so to portray him as like young and you know the the vitality of like you know the the many children Mm -hmm. coming through the mcduff line Mm. um the threat the threat of that you know Yeah, I
0: I just also love the the way they end it with, like, all he has is that crown. So even though he goes to pick the crown up and that's like at a time like that, that's more important than the fight. It's just like I think that was like a like a brilliant way to give insight into that character. Uh, Kudos to A24 again, because so good they don't they just let people do what they want. Yep. you know, there's nothing like I was asked about. Do you try to make it more mainstream? It just is what it is. And that's speaking kind of, of what the green night, green night was as well. I have, we still
1: I'm joining Kenan and Tim to talk about an a 24 movie tomorrow night. Yeah. One, green Oh, Room.
2: Ooh, I've never seen that. Talking, Fabulous.
0: Patrick Stewart, Patrick sure. Stewart, of course.
2: Fabulous. He's, yeah. he's not lovable uh, if, in this movie. Oh, I'll say this for the he's recommendations. A,
1: he's a, he's a, uh, neo-Nazi murderer. Well,
2: I'd
0: still watch him. All right. Yeah. Fabulous. Um, Yes, well, you can watch this in the it's in limited release theaters, but if you have Apple Plus yeah. TV or Apple TV, is it just Apple TV? It's Apple Plus. I'm sure lots of people Plus. bought
2: new devices at Christmas time. You probably, yeah, you get Apple's a free year. You have a year a of free, Apple. You get a free year. Uh,
0: and by the way, I just props to Apple TV. I think their HDR 4K streaming is the best. It looks great down.
2: I any, feel like of, that's the any, best thing that we've watched. Of any, like, I, I think the visual, it's of it.
0: unbelievable, like it, the clarity. But I mean, there's I just find their their streaming service for that type of stuff to be, I think, hands down the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's every time I've watched something on it, I'm am- I'm amazed by no. it. It's fabulous. Uh, all right. It's time for King of the Hill bottom of mm-hmm. the barrel. Is this film better than Titanic or is it worse than Father of the Bride? Better mm-hmm. than Well, we I think we can eliminate yes. worse. Oh, yeah. Is it better than Titanic? Yes. I think it is. Yeah. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. All right. So the tragedy of Macbeth, King of the Hill, Father of the Bride, the Bonks will stay in the basement. Nothing yeah. This long
2: is long. this. You can you can you already know, like this is timeless. Like there. I, I can't imagine yeah, a time where you're going to watch this and you. be like, yes, well, that didn't age this. well. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: now that that is that is very this true. is forever. Yeah. yeah. I would have loved Martin Short in this
1: book. <laughs> <laughs> Nuffy Blue.
2: He would have loved he, he the, was, color, the, the color choices, yeah, the, yes, the tapestries, the, yeah, the, the, the use, the, of, the, the the use the, of texture. Docks, oh, we didn't swans. even talk about
1: uh, Stephen Root as the like oh drunk God. guy waking up with the yes. hangover. Oh, he's great. I didn't understand and that. Knocking at the door. Yeah, Where the F were they? Anyway, we don't need to get into right, it now, yeah, that's but you have to explain that to me now. Alright,
0: it's time for double feature. Of course, our new feature on Majors, which is Becoming a fan favorite. Uh, what film would you pair with The Tragedy of Macbeth? Some commenters' recommendations. Both Jen and Kevin said Scotland PA, which is a like early 2000s
2: retelling. Yeah, an indie of, take on Macbeth. In Does it take place in Scranton? It takes place in Scotland, Jen.
0: Probably oh. Scranton Actually, I
2: think it is, is for, actually is yeah. I a I thought Scotland place? PA. It was like I Scotland, feel like it's Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh. For no. some reason, that's what I, I, don't, I don't know. Really, I, no, somewhere in the western us, side of the None of us have ever seen this film, which is no. shocking. And to me. many of our commenters recommended it. So we have already, can we say it? We've already decided we have to. At like, some point, the most we'll people do recommended this. We have yes. to watch. Yeah. We have
0: to watch. Um, and then Laura recommended 10 Things I Hate About You, mm-hmm. which I'd Strong love. Choice. That's great another movie. one I'd like to see at some point. Heath Ledger. Uh, and then listen to this. Some other commenters. Joseph commenter Gordon Also, yeah. Great Love also him. great. Some other commenters, listeners and fans have been getting involved, just looking at it on Facebook. And we recommend you go to our Facebook site and see each week's double feature for recommendations. They were having a date night and they had messaged me saying they got into a discussion about double features because of our double feature. And they Love gave it. us two double features of their own that they created. Uh, one was singles and reality bites, double feature. Mm-hmm. And the other was bull Durham and Slapshot.
2: Well done. You understood the assignment.
0: Well done. Yes. And I thought that was fabulous. Uh, But now here's the real question. What is our Mm -hmm. double features Mm -hmm. to pair with the Tragedy Macbeth? Mm -hmm. I'll go first. I am pairing uh, the Tragedy Macbeth with my favorite Shakespearean adaptation, also Denzel Washington featuring in it, along with Keanu Reeves and many others. Uh, Kenneth Branagh's Much Ado About Nothing, which is my favorite Shakespearean comedy. I absolutely love it. Great, great interpretation of a film. Katie, what is your double feature?
2: I struggled with this because I thought I wanted to go. I thought, should I go lighter? Because Macbeth's pretty heavy. Do I stay in the Shakespeare world? I went around the, the bend a few times on this, but I landed at Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> Ooh, okay, <laughs> Because I thought it's, it's a modern take on... A power and deception story. Um, sure. There's yeah. betrayal. betrayal. Also a
0: former com major's episode. Go back and listen with yeah. her, one of our favorite guests. David. Yeah.
1: I am taking... Uh, I thought of this while we were chatting. Um, I'm going to go to a Coen Brothers thing that Ooh. feels very Shakespearean, which is... The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, I was
2: going to say A oh, Brother Ooh. Where Art though. Was that The Coen Brothers? No, that's a, that's The Odyssey. No, I know that, but I was but I that was another one. Of yeah, the that's The Coen Brothers. That I was thinking. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs are, are like
1: these little western vignettes, vignettes yes. that are so very good. Shakespearean. They're they, they, they adhere choice. almost strictly to like comedy tragedy kind of situations.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. very good. It is also the cinematographer from this film was the cinematographer for The Ballad oh of Buster gosh.
2: Scruggs. Oh my god. I loved the is that only on Apple Plus that you can get the, the extras? Like, I don't know. It's so good. Them talking about You can only get the movie on Apple Plus. All right the decisions. But you can also
0: read an absolutely <laughs> fabulous article in January's edition of American Cinematographer
2: or mm.
0: I'm the only person who's not actually a cinematographer who has a subscription oh, to No, here. that's nice. not
1: true. There's other nerds. Uh,
0: but it's a fabulous article. So there are our double features that you can Those are good. Uh, get there. Uh, all right, it is time for five questions. You want answers? You want answers? You want answers? I want
2: the truth. What makes a man, Mr. Lebowski? I think we should do Scotland PA for oh, St. Yeah. Paddy's Day. Yeah. Oh,
0: Oh, well, right. I mean, do we do a same? How is that related
2: at all? It's, it's not
0: throwing <laughs> ideas out there that make no sense. Uh, this week's five questions will be Jim while Katie comes up with other <laughs> irrelevant <laughs> holiday themed films that have no connection to the actual holiday. Uh, okay, Jim, first question: uh, thumbs up or thumbs down, scotch? Um, ooh.
1: Scotch is such a broad category. So I would say thumb sideways. So
0: narrow, narrow it down. Bernie for us. and Peaty. Uh, I really yeah, like us... the
1: Balviny scotches. Um, okay. So from, what, what, from is that that? what is okay. that they're, distillery? They're less Peaty. Um, less
0: Peaty. Yeah. Not a Peat fan.
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, yeah.
0: I'm not a huge I scotch like my person. my drinks I, to smell I could,
1: like dirt. I could probably get more into scotch, like scotch, but actually. it's so goddamn expensive scotch scotch scotch
0: pappy van oh, winkle no, that's bourbon, that's, bourbon. Yeah. that's brilliant all right um jim would you rather read a shakespearean drama or comedy and this is read yeah. not view mm-hmm.
1: um i would rather read a comedy i think the one i enjoyed reading the most in high school was the merchant of venice
0: if i remember okay. correctly yeah, love it. Fabulous. Uh, question three, fill in the blank question. The best Cohen brother film is uh, this is really tough. Big Lebowski. You can't. Use oh, Big
1: Lebowski. OK, Raising Arizona.
0: Oh, such a good choice. Raising Arizona is fabulous. Another great one um, is Miller's Crossing. Well, I guess
1: I guess if I had to say the best and not my favorite, yes, I think go with maybe Fargo.
0: Fargo is so good, too. Yeah. It's another awesome. They
2: really one. have quite the legacy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're great. You can watch, I mean, their movies are unbelievable. Uh, okay. Favorite question here going with the Mick trend, Mick Mac you know close enough. Uh what was your favorite McDonald's go-to meal <laughs> when you would go to McDonald's back in the day? I'm assuming you don't go to McDonald's any longer. No, I, can't eat no. I can't eat McDonald's. I'd be kids love more, nuggets.
2: Yeah. The, the Kids love the nuggets. The
0: nuggets are pretty good, yeah. I think, what would you go to? What was your I think it was just like, it? like a quarter pounder meal. Mm. Yeah, nothing super size. No nah. super
1: size fan. Never. Mm. Really? I mean, who needs a trash can of soda? Mm.
0: I mean, that soda
2: Some
0: was people do, a, Some obscene. People do. The, the size of those sodas were crazy. Uh, finally, deep thoughts question. Uh, we're going back to an old favorite Commagers mm. game. We haven't played in a long, long time. Recast it. Mm. M- Macbeth is a woman and Lady Macbeth is now Mr. Macbeth. Mm. Who do you cast in the roles for your film?
1: I'm gonna need help from Katie in this. Mm.
0: Okay, feel this could because be because I don't know the,
1: the the actors' names, but w- why not? We'll
0: just say the characters from uh, the shows then. If yeah, you'd like the,
1: the, the the couple from This Is Us that we just watched.
2: Oh God, Beth, Beth and, and Randall? Randall? Are yeah. you kidding me? <gasps> oh, I wish I knew their. I don't know their actors. Yeah,
1: names. he he was uh, uh, he's the, up, the guy so from Black Panther.
2: Oh, they would be so good. We were just—I just made Jim watch a Beth and Randall scene because they're so Uh, Sterling Sterling Brown, Brown. Sterling Brown. Yes,
1: Yes. he's
0: fabulous actor, of course. Love him and
2: Susan,
1: Kellyce Watson. Watson. Yeah, she's. They are a great couple.
2: They are.
1: Um, Yeah, and I feel like they have the vibe of like the banter or or, or like the you know, yeah, they could pull
0: it off. Yes, fabulous uh okay that's five questions
2: recommendation time anybody have something yes! so this made me think as we were going down the patrick stewart conversation patrick stewart during quarantine read a shakespearean sonnet a day mm. for as many days as there are shakespearean sonnets which i should know the total number but somewhere between 140 and 160 something uh so there are a lot of videos of patrick stewart Reading Shakespearean sonnets while his wife records him, and they are endearingly lovely.
0: If you're kind of into that thing,
2: go if for it. If you're into Patrick Stewart, yeah. you should watch them. You should watch it, mm-hmm. Jim. Um, I finished season one of 168. Sorry, I just remembered there's
1: Cobra one, Kai.
0: 68 of them. Oh yeah. If fabulous. you have,
1: you know, I know I'm super late to the game on it, but if you haven't watched it, it is well worth watching. And I'm going to stop now and make Katie watch it. So. Sure.
0: Fabulous. And yeah. at some point we'll do Karate Finish Kid as a result. First, probably. First. Oh,
1: succession. Yeah, we're still in the middle of that. Very that, Shakespearean. That, also it will not make you feel good about and no, no.
0: probably no. No, probably not. Uh I am recommending slightly controversial. Jim and I can disagree at points about, but the most recent episodes of Book of Boba Fett, um, which have been Boba Fett less. Yeah, he's not in spoiler. them. spoiler. But that was fine. Because the people I wanted in it were in it. So that made it worthwhile. Uh, And also, thanks to our good friends at Pop Addled and Doom Thugs. They had their crossover episode, if you're looking. I finally watched A Better Tomorrow, which uh, was an early Hong Kong John Woo film that you can find for free on YouTube, not violating any laws. So I highly recommend not only you watch that movie, but you listen to that. Pop adult episode mm-hmm. where they are on. And my criterion choice is Alfred Hitchcock's rope.
2: I want I try to try to do the thing yes. with the that the that the lady does with her arms. Mm-hmm. I want okay. to like study that. Why don't you like, is do she a that? Contortionist? pick up a
1: severed toe with your foot? Is she, yes. Oh my
2: god. So good. The sand on her face, on her like I, there was just so much going on. Kay, so good. We had a whole episode to Saint,
0: talk about it. And you start Patrick, I still want to uh, talk about Episode it. right? You're going to be on our St. Patrick Patrick's day, day episode. Scotland, we're PA. Scotland, PA. No Lady connection. contortionist. N- n- none of it. Cats and dogs.
2: I'm going to. I'm going to figure out how to wrap my arm around the back of my head. Uh, make sure Pop you also lock. episodes of
0: the shit show, Shit's Creek podcast. Mm. New episodes coming will soon. Be coming soon. Season three. You can going to get shot sure up right now. Yeah start watching Watch season
2: 3 and then we'll yep. talk about get it get ready
0: yeah. get ready uh and that's it we'll be back soon I bye commenters everybody. bye everyone.